Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Kokoro Movement Podcast. On this episode, we have Dr. Caroline Seidel. She is part of the Rockstar crew of Total Health Solutions in Denver, Colorado. She is also a rock tape instructor. This woman is awesome. We had a great conversation. I'm just going to jump right into it. Here we go. anticipating that at all <laughs> well that's usually uh the point i think <laughs> yeah <laughs> but thank you very much oh man so let's uh so the world is crazy and that's one of the reasons why i wanted to talk to you but i also uh wanted to talk to you because uh you're a person that i wanted to talk to so <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> let's uh let's uh give everybody um a background on who you are and uh what you do and why you got started? Well, um, I am really truly a chiropractor by trade. Yeah. Um, I've been a chiropractor for going on, I don't even know, I guess going on seven years. Yeah. If my math is right, but that's never been my strong suit. Yeah. Um, and I'm based here in Denver, um, Colorado. And uh, Courtney and Conley and I have had a pretty great practice for the last you know few years together so um but i got started um i got started i went to uh university of western states out in uh, portland oregon and uh, came back out here to colorado after i was done with that and uh, started practicing and found my way to this moment right here so right on what made you uh want to be a chiropractor in the first place you know that's funny because Um, I never really thought of it until I was, I think, in college, um, or maybe a seed was planted and I kind of came back to it. But yeah. I, when I was younger, I remember, um, I played, um, I played soccer quite a bit and on like several teams at the time. So I, we were, my sister and I were pretty competitive soccer players. And, um, I went in, uh, to a chiropractor. I remember my mom took me. And um, I was having some neck pain. And um, I'm pretty sure like I took a header wrong or something like that. And um, so I, you know, was an AMB turner, couldn't really move around very well. Yeah. My mom took me in uh, to a Cairo and he adjusted me. I felt immediately better, right? And right. just blew me away. So I think that probably planted that seed for me. And then as I went on in life and I went to college, I went um, for very general, you know, like pre-med stuff. And 
Um, I knew I always wanted to kind of help people and I didn't really know how or why or what, you know, any of those questions that I don't think anybody knows when they're 18, 19, 20. Yeah. Um, and I changed majors. I started in counseling. I wanted to be a counselor and then that wasn't my bag and switched over to, um, biology and all the pre-med stuff. And, and then, um, I started remembering that chiropractor. And, um, so I'm a very practical hands-on person. And so I got a job in a Cairo office while I was going to school. And I was like, let me just put myself in that environment and see if that's what I want to do. Loved it and switched over to, you know, the kinesiology world and exercise science did that and went over to a Cairo school after that. So, yeah, that's funny. It's, there's a lot to kind of unpack there, like uh, just, the audacity that we think that people know exactly what they want to do for the rest of their lives when they're 18 years old is completely ridiculous, mm -hmm. you know, and just the fact that you uh, made it to Cairo school is a testament to actually how good at math you are, because that's why I didn't, you know, because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and um, I've explained this on multiple podcasts before, but you know, you're a very practical, hands-on person, and so am I. So if you can't tell me why I need to do something, then I'm not going to do it. So like, you know, when I get to um, calculus and, and just physics, and you're just like, what are we doing? What does this even mean? Like, who cares? Like, what am I? So if I'm going to be a physical therapist, and somebody has a rotator cuff injury, tell me how a quadratic equation <laughs> is in there in there. Like, what does that mean? Like, how does that happen? Like, and so I'm not going to launch a space shuttle. You know, I'm going to help somebody rehab their hip. You know, that's what I'm doing. And so, you know, that was just uh, uh, a really hard point for me. Um, and, you know, when I started college, that was back in uh, 2008. And that's the reason why I started college, because I couldn't get a job. And I was like, well, I'll just get a business degree, I guess. You know, like, <laughs> it's just really humans are so weird and it's just we have these <laughs> these weird systems in place uh that just kind of don't make sense but um yeah the on you know i've been going to kairos my whole entire life and um it's there is so my personal view right now based off of all the education that i've received and all the kairos that i met during uh, those education courses is, you know, there's um, some chiropractic care that works for a lot of people, but it's kind of stuck in this weird uh, rhythm where they're just like, okay, so you're going to see me three times a week indefinitely. Right, you know? right, and right. Um, a lot of the chiropractors that I know and that are my friends are the ones that are like, hey, I don't want to see you anymore. So let's figure out how to make that happen. Yeah, you know, absolutely. and and it's the, the weird part is, is like, I'm constantly exposed to those types of chiropractors and they're actually kind of a minority. It seems think like, so? yeah. I think so yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we definitely operate that way. You know, we don't want to be a band aid for anybody. Um, and you know, if you're coming in, we're going to do our best job to get you back to your normal, right? Nothing's worse than not feeling normal. Right. <laughs> or not being able to do something that you love. And so we have a really great team. And I think all of us have a lot of really great individual strengths. And so that's a very big positive too. in the fact that, you know, if I 
get stuck on a case, I can send them to Courtney or, you know, if she gets a case that, you know, say it's not a foot and yeah. she can send it to me or, um, you know, we also work with two other chiros in the office and, um, you know, Dr. Jesse and Jen, they both, you know, they have strong suits too. So, yeah. but our ultimate goal is, you know, when clients come in to see me, especially the first time, um, the beauty of our practice too, is we've been very, um, We've been very, I don't know if the word lucky is the right way to put it, but um, fortunate, let's say yeah. that we haven't had to do a lot of marketing because we have such great word of mouth referral. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the way it's always been because, you know, when they come in, I say, listen, if after a couple visits here in the next like couple weeks, you're not where I think you need to be, then maybe I'm not the right person for you, you know? Yeah. And just being honest with somebody out of the gate and being able to say, you know, I don't know everything and, you know, somebody else is better at this than me and, you know, being humble and, and knowing what you know, but knowing how much you don't know, like that goes a long way. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So as a um, massage therapist, I have, as I said before, taken a lot of education. And so, um, you know, one of the ones specifically was the uh, uh, clinical neurodynamics that mm-hmm. with uh, Michael Shacklock. So that is, um, a brilliant way for me to understand what's above my pay grade. You know, mm-hmm. like if I'm doing some neurodynamics testing on somebody and they're really bad, I'm like, Hey man, this is out of my scope of practice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send you to somebody else and yeah. this is where you need to go. You know what I mean? So, um, that's one of the reasons why, um, I choose to continue to educate myself other than the fact that I'm completely addicted to knowledge now, which is really <laughs> funny. Cause it's like, you know, when I'm in school, I'm just like, God, get me out of this anatomy of physiology course. This is insane. You're just sitting there for three hours every day, like just having this guy kind of dribble on, but then, you know, like the functional range conditioning, I can listen to Dr. Andrea Spina talk all day long, like all day, because he's so passionate about it. And he's so excited about all the continuing research that he's doing. And, you know, all these, it's one of the reasons why um, I'm so addicted to these education courses, because everybody's so passionate about what they're teaching. And they're really excited about it. You know, like I always bring up Dr. Perry Nicholson, he's like practically yelling at you the whole time he's teaching, (laughs) because he's so excited about it, you know. (laughs) (laughs) passion goes a long way right i mean passion is contagious i feel like so when somebody's excited about you know what they're talking about and um you know can relay that to other people i mean that's that's huge totally um and and just kind of going down that rabbit hole like the like a lot of the chiropractors in my little town um you know are the the come in three times a week type of people and they're not really engaged in that person so if somebody if I run across somebody and I'm like oh man I need to send them to a Cairo then I just send them for that one thing you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and um, it's you know then there's other chiropractors in town where you book an hour appointment but you go and you lay on this rolling bed for 15 minutes and then you get this uh, stem treatment for 15 minutes and then their assistant comes in and does this with the, with the vibrating thing for 15 minutes and then they just crack you and then you're out of there. And so like, I have a lot of clients that come to me being like, well, what was that? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like, it's really refreshing uh, 
you know, hearing from you guys saying, Hey, this person has this issue and let's figure out what this is. And if I can't figure it out and somebody else can do it better, then I'll send them to somebody else. And that's one of the benefits of you guys having such a diverse, um, uh, group of chiropractors in your business where you can just send them to anybody and you guys can pretty much get it figured out. Yeah. And that's the goal ultimately. So, um, but yeah, and it, you know, and it's not to say I, it, it, what's interesting about our practice. And I think a lot of the time, um, I don't know if my colleagues would agree with this, but I, I would probably think they would, but even sometimes people would say, you know, they call me their doctor or they call me, you know, Caroline, or they just call me, you know, my Cairo, but a lot of people will call me their physio. Yeah. We're so, um, we, you know, we look at biomechanics, we look at movement, we, you know, we do rehabilitation exercises, you know, of course we, we have manual therapy <clears throat> techniques and I, and I absolutely do those. Um, but, uh, but at the end of the day, there's, there's so much more you can do for somebody other than just kind of the old rack and crack, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's, I run into that a lot too. And that's even more, uh, it's, you know, hard for me to, for people saying, well, this is my physical therapist. And I'm like, I'm your trainer. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a, I'm a massage therapist with a substantial amount of education as it pertains to rehabilitating people from injuries. That's all I am. You know what I mean? I'm not a doctor of physical therapy. So we need to not tell people that because that's confusing for people. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, but that's movement, I think, is one of the best indicators to understand if what you're doing is working or not. You know, mm-hmm. so, and that's one of the things I'm trying to um, impart on my profession as a massage therapist is, you know, people aren't in pain when they're lying on the table. They're in pain when they're moving around. And so if you do some type of correction on the table, you need to get them up and moving. Does this feel better? Yes or no? And then you movement is also what makes it permanent, you know? So that's something that you guys talk about a lot in your rock tape courses is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you need constant sensory input going into your brain, telling your body what to do or else mm-hmm. it'll just fall back into that old pattern. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's one of the biggest things, you know, after I treat somebody, um, I tell them go move, right? Yeah. Like treat it like a save button. We've done right. all this work now go move. Right. So yeah, it's huge. And I was going to say, even going back to, you know, like if we want to call it like the label conversation we were having in terms of, you know, like massage therapist, PT, Cairo, the beautiful thing too, that um, they stress in the, in the rock tape curriculum is, you know, bridging the gaps. Yeah. When we're all in a room together, we're there to learn. And it really doesn't matter what your background is. Somebody, you know, sitting next to you might have a, a clinical pearl or something, um, you know, to share and, and we're there to learn together. Right. right. So, yeah. you know, it, labels aside, just coming together, bridging the gaps and, and really just spreading education and knowledge just makes everybody better. It doesn't matter what label. Right. And so that's a big problem that I kind of ran in into my uh, little hometown is, um, you know, the ego that's driving everybody. So, Um, I started an education course with a friend of mine uh, named Andy Shea out of San Diego, which is basically um, teaching trainers how to better assess people, like what to release, how to release it, and then how to activate that, and then how to continue with their movement practice as 
kind of a rehabilitative practice and then as an exercise practice. And the more I tried to sell it in my town, the more people were like, no, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to come to that. And I'm like, what? And so in uh, Arizona. Yeah. Flagstaff, Arizona. Yeah. And so, um, you know, a, we have a small town, so there's about, uh, 75,000 people here. Okay. Um, so everybody's really protective of their business. And so they're, they're, you know, that's one of the things that they're scared of. Well, if people find out that you know more than I do, then you're going to take all my clients. And I'm like, no, that's a marketing problem. Right. You know, that doesn't have anything to do with me. Like I'm just teaching you this thing and then letting you go impart that knowledge on your people. You know what I mean? And then it's like the ego thing, like where, you know, if you're sitting there talking to somebody and you don't think that you can learn something from them, that's almost insulting, you know? So like, you know, I expect to learn something from somebody who's been a personal trainer, who's been a coach years longer than me. I don't think that I know everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things where I know a lot about a little bit. And then there's these people like, you know, David S. Butler still studying pain. And he's been at the forefront of pain science for decades. And mm-hmm. so what makes me think that I know anything? If these, because I have a broad knowledge base and he has a narrow knowledge base and he's still learning stuff every single day. And Mm -hmm. so, and the more we learn about the human body, the more we understand that we don't know anything because I'm sure you've had clients that come in and you just do one thing and then it works. You're like, well, how about that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, man, we're going to, uh, switch gears here because we're in like this, um, a global catastrophe kind of <laughs> and yeah. you know we're i think globally we're managing it uh pretty well there's still you know those group of dummies out there that are like i'm gonna go party it's gonna be great right. so um, right but um you know one of my purposes on this planet during this situation is to get uh all of these people that are in our profession and kind of spread the word on what we're doing currently to uh, hopefully have a business when all this is over and, um, and how um, everybody's kind of pivoting so that everybody can have an idea of how to expand their business this time instead of just hoping that it doesn't fall apart. So, yeah. um, And you guys, you guys have multiple locations and yours is in a CrossFit gym. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so let's, uh, let's talk about how this has affected you so far and just kind of your story with that. Because for me, you know, until it hit America, I was kind of just like, I felt like a, just an extra in a movie, just sure. kind of standing around be like, so outside. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Captain America going to come save us or what's happening, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah, it truly has had a uh, dramatic movie feel to it, for sure. Um, it's very surreal, this situation. In fact, I was just on the phone with one of my Rock Tape colleagues before, um, just trying to figure out, you know, what is the right thing to do? Yeah. Uh, and so, um, us personally, uh, our clinic, Total Health Solutions, we we are going to shut down. Yeah. Um, and that it's kind of an emotional thing for, for myself. You know, we haven't had to do that. Um, and it's tough. That's really, really tough. That's your baby, right? That's something you, you know, and we're, I mean, 
and this, uh, not in a negative way, we're, we're workhorses. We love what we do. We go to work. It's our purpose and we fulfill it every day. And so to ask us to stay home is really hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, we know that we help people. Um, but ultimately it's about, you know, uh, you know, our social obligation to protect everybody. Right. So um, this week we're, yeah, we're shutting it down um, and we're just going to play it by year. I think right now in our world, we're all, we're all playing it day by day and um, just hoping um, for the best. Right. So, um, but you're right in the sense that there is, there is a huge pivot, huge. Yeah. Um, so all of uh, my colleagues that I know who have already been doing virtual stuff, God bless them. Cause you know, that's that's what needs to happen right now um and some of us are gonna have um a huge learning curve um like i mentioned i do a lot of manual work still so um i've you know we've set our office up for virtual consultations and we'll do our best and uh, they do work they're they're very you know effective tools to have um to continue to keep somebody's care on track um, so we have set that up, um, and we're, we're going to be doing that moving forward until we know that we can safely treat people again, but we just don't want to be, you know, um, irresponsible um, yeah. and made to get anybody ill or God forbid. And that's a huge thing because there are a lot of practitioners and, uh, you know, PTs, chiros, massage therapists, everybody that are, that are finding these loopholes within the narrative in order to keep their practice open. And I think that that's uh, incredibly irresponsible. So, um, like as a massage therapist, I have done, um, so we got shut down, like Flagstaff, Arizona, the mayor got on and was like, Hey, you guys can't operate Mm -hmm. uh, as a gym and as Mm -hmm. a profession. So I was shut it down and I've done two uh, house calls since then but I'm almost literally trying to talk people out of it mm-hmm. and if they're still um, if they still want a treatment that badly then I'll go to their house and do it you know because I have to tell them you know that my wife is a nurse and so she's on the front lines of this stuff and so you know it's very likely that um, I'm going to be infected at some point you know what I mean? So then it's, I have to tell them that. And if they're really, really want it, then I'll go do it. But I'm pretty much trying to talk them out of it. And, you know, like I said, trying to pivot. And it's a weird time too, because a majority of people are laid off or don't have jobs. So now what? You know what I mean? Um, so I um, created a, a fitness program that uh, pertains to uh, stress mitigation. Oh, I love and, that. Yeah. And so it's, uh, you know, cause the majority of people, they're just like, you know, beating their head against the rocks all day long at these jobs. And then they go and do like a CrossFit workout and then they're just crushed. And they're like, why does everything suck so bad? And you're like, mm-hmm. what did you eat today? Well, I didn't eat cause I was working so hard. Okay. So how much water did you drink? Oh, I just drank too much coffee. Okay. So, you know, what did, how was your day? Well, I got in a huge argument with my boss. I'm like, well, that's why you're not performing. Mm-hmm. Like you probably don't need to just get dragged through the rocks right now. You probably need to do like this and, or that and, and just, you know, 
are kind of, I guess, changing the narrative of what quote unquote fitness is. Um, and that really uh, pertains to how you're feeling. But I uh, was really thinking about trying to do like a final push to start selling that program online. But then I realized that there's a lot of people that are at home and they don't know what to do. So then I just decided to just kind of give it away for right now. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, so like, here's this free workout program. Let me know if you want it, you know, and then um, doing a lot of uh, online kin stretch classes is yeah. uh, what I'm doing right now. And I'm making sure that those are free, but also telling people, hey, if you found this valuable, then I'm accepting donations also. And here's my Venmo. Um, and, you know, I've, I took uh, the kin stretch uh, certification probably about a year and a half ago, and I haven't really been pushing it that hard. So that's my pivot you know, yeah. so, you know, give it away right now and then, um, ask for money once everybody gets back on their feet again. Yeah, uh, have to start looking out for each other right now. And that's, that's the biggest thing. Um, and I, I continue to stress that to people is like, at the end of the day, you know, you know, what are we supposed to do right now? And the biggest thing is just to remember to be kind to each other right now. Yeah. And it's not just hitting, um, one person is not hitting one profession. It's, it's affecting all of us. Everyone. Uh, yeah. So. And it's, it's, uh, and taking all of my, uh, coaching clients online, which has proved to be challenging because I'm kind of, um, you know, I'm not just kind of laying around my house doing nothing. Like I'm, um, also, uh, working on an ebook for, um, uh, massage therapists, especially ones that have problems integrating, um, new information into their practice, mm -hmm. uh, you know, cause I've, uh, have my ear to the ground on a lot of that. And a lot of people take like, you know, rock blades and then they get to their practice. Like, well, what do I do? Mm -hmm. like, start using them. Like, yeah. You know, like the worst that happens is you affect their nervous system in a positive way. You know what I mean? And so like, it's uh so that's what I'm working on now. And it's funny because I still don't have any time, even though I don't really have a job, you know? <laughs> and so it's, stay busy right now. You got to stay busy. So yeah. that's, that's good. Um, and even, you know, uh, rock tape has had to pivot as well because we do so many um, in-person uh, classes. Right. So, right. and it's very big in terms of um, how we teach and having people there and um, having that practical, you know, one-on-one -on -one setting. Um, so we've switched over to webinars yeah. um, and they've been working really, really hard um, at making it very smooth and making sure everything is going to go well. And um, I'm confident in, in the rock tape team and, uh, and, you know, everybody's just kind of banded together and tried to figure it out and um, they've come up with a really great solution and they're, um, they're rolling out the, the webinars, I believe. What's the date? I don't even know the date today. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they're, they're going to be rolling them out. So, um, smaller groups, um, and of course not the same price, but, um, you know, decreased price, but still, you know, right now, you know, is a great time to, if you have the time and you have the ability, you have the means, like continue to educate yourself, you know, if yeah. you want to get to an in-class uh, or an in-person class and you, you haven't been able to or it's been too far or you know this is a really great time to you know sit I mean what are we all doing you know so sit yeah. down and educate yourself so they've right. done an excellent job um, having to pivot and they pivot they they did that pivot quite quickly so yeah. it's been great yeah and it's a it's an opportunity to 
you know, cause rock tape did a great job of building like this tribe of mentors in my opinion, where, you know, there's just these rock star educators and um, you can really kind of look through the list of these online courses and just be like, Oh, I've always wanted to learn from that person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, uh, eventually I want to start, um, teaching as well. Um, I taught that one course that I told you about twice so far and I just, God, I just love it. It's so much fun. And, yeah. uh, but you know, now like one of the reasons why I go and see somebody teaches cause I want to see how they teach, you know, yeah. cause like, you know, I've been around long enough, uh, and I've taken a lot of education courses to where I pretty much, um, you know, have a good understanding of a majority of the information. So like, for instance, like what I mean by that is, you know, if I go to uh, Shante's course, Moving with the Maestro, like, uh-huh. you know, I'll learn some nuggets for sure. But um, like a majority of that stuff, like I already know, but I want to see how she teaches where she uh, does her breakouts, like where she, um, you know, does her pauses, how she interacts with people, how she engages people, you know, and mm-hmm that's really what I'm looking for. And, uh, you know, I'm excited that you guys did that. That's really cool. Yeah, it'll be great. So yeah, you know, and prior to coming on board with rock tape, you know, I've taken their courses of course, and, um, you know, been exposed to all their education and it is very different and it is really, um, they really, in terms of their education to me, there's nothing better. Yeah. Um, And, um, you know, it, it is really cool to see, like you said, everybody teach so differently and some people are just so dynamic and, and, um, other people are just, you know, very, we all have very different strengths. So yes. it's really, really cool. Um, and I think that, yeah, as an educator, and if that's something you look to do, you know, in the future, then yeah, like exposing yourself to that and seeing, you know, how everybody teaches differently. Like that's another way of educating yourself in terms of becoming a, you know, the, the best educator that you want to be. Right. So. And so, and that's one of the ways that I learn best is by uh, regurgitating that information to people. And so back when I was in that community college and I was taking that uh, terrible anatomy and physiology course, and the way that I learned things is by complaining about questions that I got wrong on tests, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, like the external acoustic meters. Why don't they just call it an ear hole? Like, come on. And I was just yelling about that to everybody. And then I was like, Oh, that's how I learn things. I just, have to <laughs> so, you know, when I, uh, when I am reading a book or something and I find something really interesting, then I have to tell everybody about it. So, uh, as an example, I was, uh, reading Dr. Matthew Walker's book, uh, why we sleep which is a book where just, man, if you want to feel like a terrible human, read that book. <laughs> just like, man, I am not sleeping at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, he is talking about, um, you know, the receptor sites on all the cells that um, accept uh, adenosine. And adenosine is what makes us tired. So if you drink a lot of caffeine, caffeine takes the place of adenosine and adenosine is just waiting for its chance to get into that receptor site. So the second that the caffeine leaves that receptor site, then there's all this adenosine piled up that just attacks those receptor sites. It's like, woo, I'm home. And then that's when you have that crash in the middle of the afternoon, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, 
that's really cool. I got to tell that to everyone I know and nobody cares, but it's just, <laughs> you know, that's how I solidify the information in my head. You yeah, absolutely. By sharing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like one of the things I say all the time is like, my clients are probably the most educated clients in Flagstaff, Arizona. Because they're like, why are you taping me? I'm like, well, let's talk about it. You know, and so just, well, patient education is huge. You yeah. know, you, you do need to tell and educate clients on, on what you're doing because otherwise, you know, um, it kind of goes without being said, right? That, you know, it, it might not even affect them as largely, you know what I'm right. saying? So it, it's, it's important to, uh, it's important to educate people on, hey, this is what I can do for you. Why? And, um, and this is how we're going to do it, you know? Yeah. So it also gives them a role in their, in their health. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, gives them, like you said, gives them the why. Um, and, you know, that's one of the things that I preach a lot on my social media is you have to understand why you're doing something. And so in uh, my profession as a massage therapist, I have a lot of new clients that just come in and say, I want deep tissue. And I'm like, no, you don't. And this is why, because, and so that's uh, one of the things I'm trying to change about my profession is that there's a societal narrative on what we do. And unfortunately my profession feeds that narrative. So there's like the relaxing massage and then there's the, the German lady digging her elbow into your spine type of massage. You know what I mean? And so when people come in and they say, I want deep tissue, well, that's not what I do this is what I do. And sometimes it's necessary, but most of the time it isn't because this muscle is under threat. We need to figure out why it's under threat and we need to make it, you know, go back into a relaxed state because that's what's making you hurt. And so we need to get that, you know, so I have to, to explain all that stuff to them so that they know. And then also trying to feed that narrative into my profession because a lot of people are like, yeah, deep tissue, let's get in there. I'm like you're mm -hmm. going to make the problem worse because right. you just, well, just have to tell you, it's refreshing to hear you say that. So thank yeah, you. You're welcome. <laughs> and you know, it's just really important, but you know, going back to, you know, I took uh, the first ever top down bottom up at your facility mm -hmm. and you know, just the, the amount of knowledge that Courtney Conley has on the foot is just insane. Like, mm -hmm what and so, and so passion right yeah god and so but it's it's an incredibly effective just to start explaining to people how important foot health is like you know 25 percent of your sensory input oh what does that mean so that's like you walking around with snowboarding gloves all the time and trying to function that's what it's like wearing shoes you know what i mean oh okay so what does that mean well you know when your foot hits the ground that's the signal to your brain that it needs to stabilize the hip so if you're if you have those big cushiony shoes on then you're skipping a step and then your hip is behind the curve so oh okay so then you just start getting them going down this rabbit hole of understanding mm -hmm. to why they need to do this certain stuff to where it just becomes a part of their everyday practice you know right. so like the functional range conditioning stuff is really important too like if you have shoulder pain and you don't regularly move that shoulder through its full range of motion, then your brain has an incomplete map of that shoulder and that therefore it's under threat, right? So that's why you need to do that. Oh, okay. So, you know. The education part is just really fun, I think. And 
Um, it's really, really gratifying, I think, for any of us um, who provide care to see that light bulb go off. And yeah. the, oh, okay, I understand this now. And um, everything you're saying, like that makes sense. And to see them be able to start to connect the dots is really, really wonderful. And yeah. that's, that's when you know that you've really helped somebody, I think. And, um, you know, and, it, and it's, it's something that I hope continues to spread um, amongst all people that provide, you know, healthcare and, um, and on any realm. And, um, you know, I think that's kind of the way we need to just continue to look at, at care, continue yeah. to educate people. Um, right. So it's, yeah, it, it goes a long way. Right. And so kind of jumping back to the, the global pandemic thing and kind of trying to get an understanding of how you as a business owner are kind of dealing with it. Um, and so, you know, that the, one of the problems that we're um, really afraid of is, you know, the whole uh, renting the space problem, you know, because that is how they make their living. Right. You know what I mean? So um, how has that been working out for you guys? Well, so we immediately, you know, as we saw this coming down the pipe, I've been watching it um, from the very beginning um, and taking it seriously from the very yeah. beginning. Um, and for us, we having the two locations, um, you know, our golden office is right next to an urgent care. So we shut it down. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, we didn't, we didn't want anybody, um, you know, exposed if anybody was coming into the urgent care. So that's, that got shut down last week. Uh, Lakewood will be shut down this week. Um, we're fortunate in that uh, I have a good relationship with um, the owner of the CrossFit gym and um, he's been, uh, you know, understanding as a business owner himself. Um, and we had a conversation quickly the other day and he said, you know, doc, if, you know, if you need time, you need time. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, so again, going back to the whole kindness thing, um, yeah. you know, and, and the reality it is, it, you know, my reality may not be somebody else's reality. So um, I don't know, man, it's, it's a tough time right now. Um, right. And I think state by state, you know, I know a lot of SBA loans are coming out. Um, you know, in Colorado, our unemployment rate is insane right now. Um, yeah. They're trying to help people. Um, we'll just have to kind of sit back and see what happens. But um, yeah, we're going, like I said, we're going to try our best virtually. Um, something that um, Courtney and I discussed and I had mentioned to the other docs as well. Um, I treat a lot of nurses and um, nurse practitioners and PAs and doctors. And um, I, they're really the heroes here, honestly. And yeah. um, I was just texting with one of them this morning, just said, hey, I'm thinking of you. And um, you know, make sure that we are helping them as much as we can. Um, and so one thing that we might do is kind of roll out something where if people want to support our business, um, you know, while we have our door shut and, you know, for, I don't know how long, um, you know, maybe we put together packages for healthcare. Yeah. Um, well, once this is all blown over, they're going to need a lot of love and care and, um, so we might, we might do that, you know, you know, buy, you know, a treatment for, for a nurse that, you know, or so yeah. on and so forth. So just things we've been like kind of spitballing, um, 
And then we also encourage them too to, you know, buy, go buy, you know, a local, you know, say coffee shop gift cards and go take them in or whatever, you know? So it's really about leaning on each other right now. Um, yeah. and, and I wish I had a better answer, but you know, everything changes every day. So, um, I think we're all just kind of strapping in and just seeing where it takes us. Yeah. And so one of, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of memes coming out of this situation, but one of the yeah. ones that I thought was most prevalent was, uh, Jean-Luc Picard from Star Trek sitting in his chair, just saying damage report. And it's like, that's how you feel every day when you wake up. Okay, what's 100%. going on now? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 And so, um, and it's funny because nobody really has a handle on this. So like, when you go back, mm, I don't know, we just yeah. shrug our shoulders. I have no idea, you know, and we're just doing the best we can. And, you know, like I said, it's uh, uh, as far as like, you know, when people are asking me how they can support me, it's very fluid. You know what I mean? Well, what can you afford? What can I do for you? Like, how can we help each other? You know what I mean? So like, if you're having hard times, I'm more than willing to help you out. And so this is, you know, like I had, uh, one of my clients the other day, uh, she gave me a tip in, uh, paper towels because Mm -hmm. why, like, why Mm -hmm. paper towels are gone. Unbelievable. You know? (laughs) And so, we're is we're gonna i think um especially in my uh little town we're gonna kind of go towards kind of a bartering system for a while mm-hmm. what do you need what can i give you in exchange for this you know and uh just kind of go that way but there's you know like the the other kind of local heroes or the people stocking shelves at safeway and and so that's like you know it was you know we were talking about ego earlier um that's one of those things where I really had to check my ego and understand that I still need an income. Mm-hmm. And so the best way that I can serve people is by stocking shelves at Safeway. So I actually applied for a job to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like grossly overqualified to do that job, but it's fine. You know what I mean? I can, it's, I still need income and people still need food. So that's like Absolutely. how I'm doing it. And so um, another thing that, uh, one of my guests mentioned earlier is, you know, depending on how long this thing lasts, we're pretty much like starting over in our entrepreneurship journey. And so understanding that, um, you know, how hard I've worked to get the education that I have and um, how hard I've worked to implement it is reflected in how much I charge for my services. Mm-hmm. You know, so that might go back to when I started out because this is uh, an unprecedented economic problem you know and so when people are trying to get back on your feet or when people are trying to get back on their feet you're trying to get back on yours so you have to adjust your prices accordingly you might have to drop them a little bit so that's another thing that I really am trying to impart on the industry as well Mm -hmm. yeah we're just gonna as we climb out of this you're just gonna have to keep keep helping each other so it's gonna you know the ripple effect is real so For sure. So when you're not doing, um, and so you haven't shut down your office yet, or you're going to this week, it's shut down yeah. this week. Okay. And so do you have any plans on how to keep yourself occupied? Or are you just kind of decompress for a little bit? And I'm terrified. I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm uh, blessed that I live in a, a place that's beautiful and I can go outside still. And 
I will be taking my dog to hike and um, keeping myself busy and, you know, uh, perfecting my Zoom meeting skills, um, preparing for these uh, rock tape webinars, um, educating myself, you know, Um, I'm going to go back over all the education. Um, So it's just, you know, I've kind of started making a list, like what have I put off or what have I you know, been wanting to do that, you know, I need to focus on right now. And right now I'm, I got a stack of books, let's say. So at the beginning of 2020, a couple months ago, when things were normal, yeah. um, I said, I'm going to read, you know, um, you know, at least a book a month. So I've got a stack of books I need to go through. Lord knows I had the time right now. Um, so I'm going to go through those, um, you know, just, and, and really just take care of myself, make sure I'm working out. Um, you know, the, the gym I'm in, uh, was gracious enough to, uh, lend out some, you know, things from the gym, some, uh, some tools from the gym. So I got a couple heavy kettlebells. I can keep my, my strength up. We're doing online uh, workouts together and it's, it's, you know, I, I still need that human interaction. So yeah. just, uh, staying in contact. I talk to my family every day and yeah. So, you know, I'll read, I'll educate myself. Um, I'll get better at things I'm not good at or not great at, we'll say. Yeah. Um, and just take it one day at a time. Yeah. And so it's funny going back to the, the zoom skills, uh, you know, one thing that I realized really quickly with the kin stretch classes is that, you know, they require a lot of instruction, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, did you take the, you do, did you take the one when, uh, Ian yeah. Marco came to visit? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot of instruction going on there and it's constant. And so, you know, one of my roommates is also one of my clients. And so, you know, she comes to every kin stretch class. So she's really, um, uh, proficient at all the different movements, but for the most part, she's been at work. And so I'm like trying to show everybody what we're doing and doing the class with them while trying to talk. And I'm just like, Oh my God. That's tough. You got a lot of spinning plates. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like expelling a lot, but then not bringing it back in. So then I have to take a break. So that's one of the big learning curves. And, um, you know, with the, with the zoom rooms, there's, it's like the, the picture is really small. So I'm having to be more articulate with what I'm trying to explain. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's also really hard too. So, um, and people actually, what I'm realizing, appreciate longer breaks when you're doing intense joint movement like that. So, you know, telling them to just, okay, we're going to relax. I'm going to breathe. You're going to drink water and then we'll get back to it. You know? So, um, that's pretty big adjustment period, uh, trying to figure that out. And then, you know, like you said, the social interaction, that's why I'm trying to, like, I've done a podcast interview almost every day, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, because I've been working so much and, you know, that's just one of the things that, um, I've been putting off quite a bit, you know? So, you know, for a while, like in, uh, late 2019 was like when I interviewed Courtney and then I didn't do another one for about a month and a half after that. So, you know, that's one of the things I'm just kind of kicking into high gear, meeting people, making new friends, um, and helping people get information on what everybody's doing, because I think that is, uh, one of the biggest downfalls of our country is that we were severely lacking in leadership from the get. And so I realized very quickly that 
we all have to be our own leaders in our own little groups and, and yeah. start telling people what to do and how to do it and what we're going to do and give them better ideas on what they can start doing. You know, because like, if you're just sitting there having anxiety about the whole world being shut down, it's really heavy duty because everybody on earth for the first time and forever has the same exact emotions going on at the same time. So it's really easy to get overwhelmed. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's huge. So, um, yeah, educating people on, you know, breathing and, uh, how to take care of their, their mind and, you know, soul really right now is, is going to be huge. So, yeah. yeah. Right on. And the, the, the I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. The diet thing is rough right now. Cause, I know. I think for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm for sure one of those people that just ease my feelings, you know, so <laughs> I'm trying to tap that back quite a bit and just make sure that I'm eating more vegetables because <laughs> it's a problem, you know? Oh man. So, uh, uh, where can people find you and, and, uh, yeah, just to give all your information out there so people can understand where you're coming from. And Well, um, I guess, you know, the biggest social platform everybody's using is Instagram, right? Yep, so yep. Um, I'm on there, Dr. Caroline Seidel. Um, we also have our um, Total Health Solutions um, Instagram. Um, and those are kind of my two biggest platforms. Um, I'm not a huge social media buff. Um, I've been told I need to get better at it so I'm trying yeah (laughs) um yeah so that would probably be the the biggest one um yeah so I'm around you'll see all of us rock tape people um around a lot more me doing these webcasts so uh you know wish us luck with that it'll be it'll be a, a new venture absolutely and how many dogs do you have I have one dog. One, one dog? dog okay. is enough to be two. So I, I have I have two and one of them is enough to be three. And so <laughs> you know, that's uh something that I'm uh been really bad at. Um uh, especially like have you guys gotten any snow or anything recently? Yes, we just got dumped on, yeah. Yeah, and so did we. So that's like that's been one of my biggest gripes is I um realized that I got fat and happy in my marriage and was like, well, I'm going to sign up for a 5k. And then I start running and I'm start getting back in shape. And then it rains and snows for a week. And I'm like, Oh, come on. Like, because I don't get paid to do that. Like, you know, you see all these professional runners, especially in Flagstaff, because we're at 7,000 feet. So a lot of them come to train at uh, elevation. Mm-hmm. They're just running in the snow. And I'm like, no, I don't get paid yeah. enough. I don't <laughs> Well, and I, uh, you know, I'm very open about, you know, I running and I don't agree. And, right. um, and the fact that, I mean, I've done it <laughs> time and time again, you know, I've picked it up, put it down, picked it up, put it down. The last big race, I did one of those 200 mile, um, team relay Ragnar races. Oh my God. How and, was that? <laughs> um, it was, it was an experience. That's for yeah. sure. Um, it was one of the hardest things I think physically and emotionally I've done because you just have to push through. Yeah. Um, but it's hard, man. And since then, I haven't really felt the need to run. So yeah, <laughs> yeah I've been seeing everybody on social media and a lot of my friends and clients, they're asking them, anybody and everybody who has a Peloton, you know, like, what do you guys think of Peloton? So I think that Peloton is going to do quite well right now. <laughs> yeah. And so we have a Peloton bike at the house and, you know, I grew up riding BMX. So that's like, I'll just ride all day. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because I just, the the capacity for suffering that I have, like I can, ro- I uh, 
how long have you been doing CrossFit for? Oh gosh, long time. 2010, I started. Yeah, so that's when I started too. So what was it? Uh, Might have been 2012 when they did the half marathon row. Mm-hmm, yeah. But yeah, like I jumped on that war wagon and rode a half marathon on for in an hour and 31 minutes or something crazy, you know. And I can just ride a bike forever. But the second I start running my whole entire being is like, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and, uh, you know, when I first started, um, training for that 5k, I ran a blazing 12 minute mile, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) stopped like five or six times. And then, uh, towards the end of that week, before it started raining and snowing, I ran like an 11 minute mile, but it's like literally, Hey, we're just going to run to that tree. It's only 50 feet. You can make it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Hold on, we just passed the tree. How come we didn't stop? Oh, we're just gonna stop at the next one. I'm like constantly tricking myself mm-hmm. into running farther, you know. I know you're gonna week. see a lot of people picking up running right now, I think. But yeah. What's important too is that we all just kind of, you know, still start exploring new movement um while we're in this phase of our life. Um and uh, temporary be it, but you know, do whatever still, you know, whatever feels good to you. If it's not running, you know, it's not running. If it's getting on that Peloton and biking, zone out and get on that bike. But yeah, we just have to keep moving. And, and, you know, ultimately we know that pays dividends. So for sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, no, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> all right, my friend, we'll do this again soon. Um, I'll, I would like to do a follow-up kind of once all this is sure. uh, blown over so that we can, you know, start teaching people how to rebuild everything. Yes. All right. Well, you keep me posted and you stay safe and healthy. You as well, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll see you later. See ya.